Hola, my name is Roseli Guerrero, and this is Flip La Tortilla. So I'm really hoping that my audio is way better this time. I know I had some audio issues last time. I was kind of all over the place because I was cooking and cleaning and, you know, all that fun stuff. So this time I'm actually just sitting in one spot, and I hope the audio quality is way better. Um, So... In today's episode, I wanted to talk about an exercise that we did during our work Zoom call, and it's called the North Star exercise. So I feel like most of us are probably right now in some type of Zoom call, whether it be for work or for some personal class or webinar you're taking. And you probably know that most of the time, everyone starts off with some type of icebreaker. They're usually all pretty similar And you're probably like really tired of them or you get anxiety when it's about to be your turn. And you're like, oh shit, like I have no idea what I'm going to (laughs) say. But recently um, for one of my work Zoom calls, we had an icebreaker that was just so powerful. And it was called the North Star Icebreaker. And the question for that was, what led you or what motivated you to be in the position that you are in? Um, so I work in a nonprofit and, you know, I'm not going to disclose what other people shared just because I feel that that was a very personal um, question and what they shared was very personal and it's not my place to disclose that. But I will share what I had to say. And so as uh, some of you know, I am a DACA recipient and growing up, Um, I would see, so I came here when I was five years old and I'm not going to go too much into detail about, you know, living undocumented, at least in this episode, just because it's not necessarily the whole purpose of it. Um, so I came to the U S when I was five years old, um, growing up, it was difficult to see everything that was happening, all of the things that were being said about immigrants because it's easy to say oh immigrants this immigrants that but it's like you're talking about my parents like at that time even now like you're talking about me and it's just like why are you saying all of this stuff like that I know it's not true um I remember when I was like probably six we my mom and I went to the store and this lady's made some racial slurs to her and my mom not really knowing English she just smiled and I was confused. I I was barely learning English, but I knew exactly what they were saying. And I was like, why are they saying this to my mom? Like, why are they, why are they mean? They don't know her. And that just, that was just like such a, for me at such a young age, it was just so hard to comprehend how someone that didn't know my mom would have the guts to say something like that. And as I kept getting older and knowing more what it meant to be here in this country, that frustration, and I think most of all, like, that pain of just seeing, like, everything that was going on um, around us. Like, I remember, <clears throat> like, I remember in Arizona, I can't remember 
what the bill was, but it was pretty much um, a bill that would give the power to cops to pretty much just profile you. Like, hey, you're brown and you're out. And just watching the news and I was like, why? Like, I was just so angry and I kept asking my parents, like, why are they doing this to us? Like, why are they saying all this stuff? And, like, we're good people. And my mom was like, Rosalie, she's like, everything's going to be okay. She was like, you know what? Yeah, there's, you know, some people just don't want us here. And... But oh, you you have to keep your head up and don't let that get to you. She was like, "Don't let that get to you. Just keep keep your head up." And they, my parents, like have always been those people that have made sure that no me de, que yo no me de la de vencida, to always just keep striving, regardless of like all the shit that might be going on in the world or all the stuff that. All of the stuff that might be happening to just not let my head down. And so regardless of that, though, I, you know, speaking up about the injustices was just something that I wasn't going to do because I knew I was an immigrant and I knew that that could mean I I could get deported. But then finally DACA came into place and with DACA, I felt had a sense of security. I felt a little bit more protected and you know even at school I would not really like not even my closest friends would know about my status but later on and it wasn't till probably I want to say probably till I reached college when I was in college when I finally started speaking up when I finally started to say no to the injustices and have a little sense of confidence to talk about my story and tell people that what they were saying was actually not truth like was actually not true that what they thought about immigrants what they thought that we were was a narrative that was just put out there from the media that and they didn't know any better they didn't they didn't know any better and I want to say in the sense of they didn't want to know any better. They didn't want to sit down and hear my story, my side of the story, because they just wanted to buy into the narrative that fit their their political view or their beliefs better. Um, so for me, I think college definitely made a huge turn on my confidence about speaking up. And then finally, when I got pregnant, I think that was just the breaking point for me in the sense that it gave me the sense of wanting to create a better future for my son. It gave me that sense of accountability and made me feel like I actually had the power to do something and I had to do something. And... I decided to f- go and find something that I I could feel I was helping. Um, at that p- time, um, I was actually working at a financial inst- institution. And, you know, I, I got paid pretty well. It was nice. 
But I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy where I was at because I didn't feel like I was doing something to help someone. Um, And then I applied for a job at a law firm, at an immigration law firm. And I was like, hey, this is great. Like, this is an amazing opportunity because I get to help my people out. Like, this is going to be awesome. And even though the pay was going to be less, I felt that that sense of, you know, helping people was worth it for me. So I quit my my job at the financial institution and went to the law firm. And it wasn't what I thought. And then I'm not saying because, you know, because of the work I did, it was just not my type of work environment. I thought I was going to love working at an office, but I got bored because I feel like I didn't really have many people to talk to. And I was like, okay, well, this is, I was like, I need to have conversations with people. So I applied, I saw that there was a job posting for this nonprofit that the values and what they were doing was something that I wanted to do. And I went for it. I was going to get paid less than from where I start than from the last job I had at the law firm. But I thought it was a step where I could be doing something that I could help my community out and I could feel that sense of hey I'm actually working towards a better future for my son and I feel that if I hadn't gotten pregnant I I feel that I still would have been in the place that I'm at now but it would have taken me longer I feel like my son gave me that purpose and gave me that strength and that extra push to just go for it to to just strive for it and not care about the money, which, you know, it kind of doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure parents out there know how expensive uh, kids are. But I feel like I could, I could do better for my son in the job that I'm in right now. And I think it's really important to think about like, what, what job are you in or what, where are you in life? What has led you to be in that position? Or are you in that position in your life that you're happy in? I feel that many times we get so comfortable in whatever it is that we're doing that we don't want to, you know, shake it up a little bit and get out of our comfort zone. Um, many times we stick to a certain, certain place or certain job because, you know, we do it well and because the pay is very well. But I think for me, it has definitely been worth it to actually do something that I I am passionate about. I think all of all of the things that I've experienced in my life, all of the injustices, being an, a, a daughter of immigrants, being a DACA recipient and now being a mother, it has led me to a place where honestly I feel so good. A place where I go and I'm happy, a place where I feel valued, and I feel that what I do brings value not only to my community, but to you know, to my state and most of all to my son. That I'm doing something that will help maybe shape the world a, into a more inclusive and a more compassionate and more diverse place 
And I think at the end, that's what I want for my child. I think when I think about a North Star, I think about the different experiences that you have throughout your life that have shaped you to be the person that you are and that has gotten you to be in the position you are in. And I think it's really important to always, like that saying, to always remember where you came from so you know where you are going. I think oftentimes we complain about the stuff that we are going through in life, we about the struggles that we might be facing. But I think when we just really just, you know, take a moment to think about it, I think all of the hard struggles that we might have faced before have made us become the person that we are today, has made us stronger, have made us... Um, be more compassionate towards others that might have experienced the same things that we have. Um, I feel that everything that we go through is for a purpose and it will help us and shape us to be the person that we are meant to be. And um, I feel that that's, that's the North Star. I think that whatever has led you and motivated you from the experiences in life to be to be in in the position you are in life right now um so i hope that everyone take some time to reflect take some time to reflect on your life take some time to reflect on your job and just on who you are and what has shaped you to be who you are um right now and I feel that there's never a time to stop growing. I feel that every day is something new and every day we just become a better version of ourselves. So I hope that, you know, everyone is having a good day. I hope everyone has a good week. And, you know, let me know what you think about this episode. I know it was a little bit, a little bit more emotional than I thought it would be. But I feel that being raw and being... Um, real is something that's just very important for me um, so yeah so stay stay well everybody bye oh gosh I almost forgot make sure to go follow flip la tortilla on instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode let me know if there's any topics that you want me to discuss as well okay now for reals bye <laughs>